welcome back, Samosas. We hope you've been well. Yeah, we hope your weeks have been better than ours because ours have been um, hell in a handbasket. It's, it's been a mess. I'm going to pull out the old lady sayings. <laughs> I actually have never heard of that. Yeah, I went along with it. <laughs> I feel like you do that for a lot of what I say. Yeah, you smile of, and nod. A lot of things that Meryl says sometimes, it just goes like straight over my head. And I'll be like, yeah, Meryl, yes. <laughs> but I don't know just, what she's talking about. She just hypes me up for no reason. Yeah, that's basically it. Um... So, weekly updates. Monday, how's your week been? Oh, man. Um, I don't even know where to start. I, like, I want something good to share, but, like, I legit can't think of a single good thing that's happening. Every two seconds, there's, like, a new plot twist in my life, and it's, like, it takes it in the whole new direction. <laughs> but, like, I guess to keep, like, matters short, I'm at home last week, so I was... Like, I was really excited to, like, spend time with my family and yeah. relax, you know? Like, yes. that was, like, remember how I talked about having a mental health break? Yeah. Like, that was supposed to be my mental health break. Okay. <laughs> and cue <laughs> my um, relative or, like, I don't even know if he's a relative or family friend. You know, like, that line between family friend yes. and relative? And you don't even know yeah. what they are, but they're it's just uncle. They're just <laughs> the uncle aunties. Yeah. And, like, so this boy, okay, he's, like, the same grade as us, okay? okay. He goes to, like... Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> he goes to school. Um, he goes to college. Okay. <laughs> um, this boy, he's from Kansas. Him and his, like, mom came. I didn't even know there was brown people in Kansas, okay? Please. Okay? He came all the okay. way to Kansas, and they, like, were like, oh, we want to see New York City. And we're like, yeah, okay. Every relative comes to our house. And they all want to <laughs> see New York City. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Come here. They always have to go to Times Square. <laughs> oh, my God. Every time, it's the same damn thing. It's, um... Times Square, Statue of Liberty. Oh, and sometimes, like, they really want to see Niagara Falls. So maybe oh, it's always Niagara Falls. It's always, like, the same thing. I feel like a tour guide half the time, okay? But, like, so these guys came, and I was like, okay, this can't be that bad. He's my age. Mm -hmm. We can have fun. This kid was the most annoying human being I have ever met. And, like, the worst part about it was he didn't understand my hints. Like, like I, like, me, like... Okay, as, like, a female daughter of an immigrant family, like, I have to be, like, a cheerful host, right? Like, yeah. to a family. Like, I'm not allowed to, like, show my disgust or disdain towards other people. Yes. But, like, this man was really testing my limits. Like, I was, like, about to, like, I, I think I actually did break a couple times. And, like, I had to, like, hone it back in and be like, Mommy, no, he's still here. He's not gone yet. But, um... He was just so annoying, and, like, he wouldn't leave me alone. Like, I was making it so clear that I didn't like his presence. I would, like, sit down somewhere. I would close my room door and sit down. He would open my room door and come inside and try to talk to me. Like, bro, I don't want to talk to you. Like, who opens the door? Yeah, I was like, where are the social cues? Like, why are you not picking up on a single thing? Did he, was, he dorm, like, when he was in college? Yeah, apparently he has friends and, like, tons of them. Uh, like, I don't understand how you have friends because, like, you cannot understand a single cue that is being thrown your way right now okay he was so annoying like he was like i want to see every inch of the northeast i'm only going to be here for a week and i was like okay why is it that the one week you're here coincides with the one week i want to relax but i was like whatever okay it's fine every inch of the northeast yeah, New he, was like, he was like i don't see every square inch of new york city and you see it all okay we took him to new york city on the first day i didn't even go i was like i'm i'm sick you y'all go i'm tired so my mom took them everywhere and then like he came back and he was so tired he didn't go anywhere for like the rest of the week and even when we did go other places like like my parents were like took they took them to like the beach and stuff because mm -hmm. like kansas like they don't have water i guess oh so, yeah like <laughs> i took them like to the beach and like other areas nearby and like 
we tried to keep this kid engaged because like he was getting bored every two seconds but what like is he five years old yeah, like relax i literally felt like babysitting him if it wasn't my mom or my dad like my dad took him to like a baseball game my mom would like try like taking him to like princeton and new jersey and like my my mom was like, 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 like my mom would like try handing him off to me and my brother and we were like nah like, he's so annoying like get him away um but yeah, he completely like that was not a mental health break. Like my my cortisol levels like spiked even more than it already had. Like he just like any peaceful energy. Any time I thought I had time to myself, he would just barge in through the door and be like, "No, please go, go away. Like please go back to Kansas. Like I can't say this to your face. I would like, like fake sleep literally all day. No, like, that's what I get. Like they'd be like, "Mommy, do you want to go?" And they'd be doing all these fun activities, and I would literally say no because I couldn't handle them. I was like, "I want to come. Like I want to be with my family right now." But I know this stupid kid's gonna be there, and I can't deal with him. So y'all go. And then like my baby cousin came. She's really nice. I spent time with her. I mean, oh my god, my baby cousins too. And oh. my baby cousin and my dog, dude, they're like best friends now. They like, it's adorable. I was just that was like the only good part. I guess there was a good part to last week. But oh my um, god, your dog's good with kids. My dog like <laughs> tends to bite every day. <laughs> my, my dog's really really patient. The, the my baby cousin is like kind of savage though like she would like she would be really kind and like they would be like snuggling with each other and like they would be like best friends following each other around and all of a sudden out of nowhere she would get like this violent urge she was like start smacking my dog be, like get away like stay away from my dog right now like i had to like keep an eye out because like my aunt was like in her own world half the time because she's like sleep deprived because of this child she wouldn't even realize when like my dog was getting abused so i like, always keep the two of them in my, the corner of my eye while dealing with the stupid kansas boy and like this kansas boy is so terrible but his mom is like an angel and like it completely goes against our like you remember in our brown auntie survival book, yes remember how i was like i said something along the lines of like what did i say oh like like if you're mom is toxic like if your son is toxic, toxic like the mom is toxic. toxic this son is toxic but the mom is like an angel okay like it's a first like there case. is um exceptions to every yeah. <laughs> i guess there has to be an extremity but like yeah i guess they're outliers yeah. my week can be defined by kansas boy and yeah that's my week how was your week meryl I mean, at least your dog is like nice like my dog um they're like these Okay, these random... My dog is very protective of our house. Like, our general, like, neighborhood area. And she's, like, a puppy. She's, like, seven months mm-hmm. old. And, like, she doesn't understand that she doesn't own the neighborhood. So, like... <laughs> so, she's, like, how did you guys survive without me? Like, she's, like, pulled on the guard dog. Like, her hair stands on end. <laughs> but she tries to be all tough. She's scared of everything. She's scared of the vacuum cleaner. She's scared of, like... We have, like, a... Like, one of those, like, Roomba things. Oh, my like, God, like, scare me, too. Like, she, like, thinks it's alive. She's, like, scared of it. Like, <laughs> I um, understand that. So these, like, kids, like, all of a sudden started from our, like, across the street, started running across our backyard, like, cutting through our backyard, which hey, has never happened. So she gets, like, totally freaked out. Like, she starts barking the minute she sees them. <laughs> so, like, hearing the dogs that are good with kids is, like, mind-buckling, because my dog's, like, overprotective. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess I'm lucky with my dog. <laughs> but, honestly, my week's been a mess. Like, I mean... I move in this weekend, so it's literally just yeah. a lot of, like, chaos of stuff. And my clothes are all over my room. And mom's like, your room's a mess. Please clean it before you leave. And I'm like... Are you excited, though? Yes, I am. I'm not like, excited to, like, yeah, be away from my parents. Because I love them. But they're, like, reviving each other insane. <laughs> but- that makes sense. It's, like, probably, like, a huge step for you. Because, like, I know, like, freshman year, I was so happy. I was like, bye, y'all. Like, yeah. Peace, I'm out. Like, 
honestly, com- like, commuting was not that bad, because, like, I literally never saw them all week. Like, I'd mm-hmm. leave in the morning and, like, cut out, come back till at night. But, like, this yeah. COVID year of being home, like, with them, the whole, like, it was, it yeah. was a lot. I just yeah. can't do it. Tell me about it. My bet, like, my parents and my sibling were, like, my best friends, but also they were, like, the people, because we were with them all the time, we yeah. had to fight with them all the time, yes. so, like... Like, I'm excited, excited to be in the city again, excited to, like, try, like, new foods and, like, do things again and see my friends again. It's, that's fine. I'm Um, excited for you. Yeah. And honestly, this week's been exhausting because, like, I've been working, like, from, like, eight in the morning to, like, seven at night. Like, it's been... Yeah. You've been been on a grind, bro. Yeah, I know. It's, like, my last week of working and it's just, like, a grind. It's okay. Final stretch. You're almost there. Just one more day. Literally one more day. Um, but yeah, that's my week. So hopefully you guys have been having less stressful weeks than we have. Um, and Mommy touched on this in the serving portion, but this week's episode is about misogyny in brown communities and like the double standard of being mm-hmm. a girl, the oldest girl or like whatever in like a brown household in a brown community. So yeah, we're basically just going to be ranting about like gender stereotypes and yeah general misogyny that we face as brown girls yes in today yes (laughs) so i guess like i mean i talked about it like curfew is like a huge like thing in like facts yes yeah like it's not even like a set curfew it's like it's just your parents just start texting you like it'll be like nine o'clock or like something Mm -hmm. like where are you when you get home like it's not even that that bothers me it's the difference that i see like with brown parents with their sons versus their daughters like for me like I I was really lucky where like well I think until junior year I had a pretty strict curfew where it was like 11 p.m or something but like that was also because I didn't go out so I never had to test the curfew like like need to yeah (laughs) senior year like I used to go out whenever I wanted to and I used to come back whenever I wanted to and they didn't care but none of my friends had the same privileges like they all like I I had one friend like her mom like she was like my best friend okay yeah. and she, her mom wouldn't even let her come to the library with me right after school and like her mom would like come and like uh, wait in her car outside the library and I'd be like lady what do you think we're doing right now like what do you actually think's happening like we're in the library just trying to study and like have a little bit of fun like this is senior year like relax and then at like two hours later she'd be like bro like my mom needs me to go now I'll be like okay and then like some of my other friends would come in and we would stay until like midnight and then we would go home and I like I used to feel so bad because I was like my best friend's like missing out on all these experiences like I used to like that literally used to be me well I like started testing it from like freshman year like the curfew mm-hmm. would be like nine thirty or something and then I started yeah. pushing it and pushing it and pushing it until now it's like whenever I get home but um now it's like literally you came home good job <laughs> and um literally but they still like text me starting at like nine thirty. like where are you I'm like and I ignore it for like half an hour mm-hmm. and then they're like where are you yeah <laughs> my friends are interesting like sometimes like they don't care they're like yeah whatever bye mm-hmm. and then other times they're like it's like 9 p.m and they're like where are you I'm like <laughs> I literally told you seven days ago that like I was doing this thing um but yeah like my parents were a lot more I think not strict but they were a lot more concerned when I was like younger or yeah. they didn't they didn't understand the concept of, like, a work-life balance. Like, if I had fun on one side, yeah. you'd best be knowing next weekend I wouldn't be allowed to have fun. Like, that, like it was only, like, like I, you can't have continuous fun. Like, no. that is just a fun <laughs> That is, like, a little thing where you dabble in sometimes. Yeah, no, like, I think only senior year I was able, like, to start, like, 
uh, having fun yeah. like, in continuous days. And it was like, such a new world for me. I've <laughs> never experienced that before. I was like, what is this? Well, um, like, the issue comes that, like, I've seen brown parents with their, like, guys, like, brown mm. guys and literally they're out to like midnight yes, 1 a.m 2 a.m they yeah. come home whatever whatever and like, they come home whenever they've never had to like test boundaries yeah. fight for the, like their freedoms yes they literally they'll be like oh like do you want to like go out to do this i'm like i have like right first i got to talk to my like, yeah, yeah this, that, i don't know how you could do it that easily but like i can't just sneak out or like go out whenever i want to yeah. like i'm sorry but like they just never had to experience that and i don't understand why like i also see like the same parents with like a uh son and a daughter and like it's just like night and day yes. like the daughter like once the sun goes down like, like can't see her again and like the son can go out whenever he wants do whatever he wants he can come staggering into the living room after yes. like, getting drunk no cares no questions in. asked like just, oh good job yeah. <laughs> i literally see like in high school i'd see snapchats of like brown guys out in like the streets in like one of yeah. two a.m yeah, why do they <laughs> why is that a thing why do brown guys like y'all need to stop like if you are a brown guy that like snaps pictures of them driving or their steering wheel and like puts that timestamp that's like one twenty three a.m. Like you're weird. Like don't do that. Like, I was like, what are you doing out there? Yeah, like, you first of all, why is it a flex? Okay, like actually, it's a flex. It is a flex. It is a flex. It's like, a flex on anyone else. It's just like, a flex on us. How is your mom not calling? Like, how's your mom and dad not bringing up your stuff? Yes. Uh, it's just like, especially being like the oldest daughter. Mm. Like literally, it's like everything you do is sets an example. But like, never the examples never follow. Because my sisters like can like do whatever. They can have fun multiple days in a row now, and like I could not have that. <laughs> I don't even like. For me, I have a younger brother, so I've never had to experience that. Yeah. But, like I, it's just like my brother like. For, he's really introverted so like yeah. if he goes out that's good enough my parents are like you can stay out as long as you want if you want to stay a month go <laughs> come back when you want to like you can hitchhike I don't care oh my gosh. like I'm, we're just happy you're leaving like that's like my parents with my brother but like I remember last week I was home so like I met up with like a lot of my high school friends again yeah. and I remember, like, it would, like, approach, like, 11 p.m. And I'd be like, hmm, my parents aren't texting me right now. I was like, this is, this is a little unusual. Like, is everything just, like, yeah. I reached out to them. I was like, is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, why? And I was like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> no, why? Yeah. so then, like, I learned how to play poker. So, like, like a couple days ago. Yeah. And I was, like, playing with my friends until, like, 1 or something. And I was like, no one's texting me. Like, what's happening? And I like, I was like, maybe I should go home. So like, I went home, and they were all sleeping. No cares given. I woke up in the morning. Oh my my God. mom was like, really? Yeah. Did they fall asleep? My mom literally, like, if I'm home, like, she won't fall asleep until like I'm home. Like, I'll be like, go to bed. Yeah. It'll be like midnight or like one a.m. And I'll be like, go yeah. to bed. Technically, <laughs> like, my mom woke up because like my garage door makes yeah. such loud noises. She's like, oh yeah, I knew you came. Like, Echo started barking. Like my dog apparently. So oh, she's like, I knew. Echo like, was so cute. <laughs> um, Sorry, got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, and I was like, this is like. I don't know what family I walked into, but this is not the family I know. Like, what is happening right now? Um, but yeah, it's like, it's times like those. And then I'm sure, pretty sure the next time I go home and I hang out with someone, they're going to be like, it's like 3 p.m. And they're going to be like, where are you? Like, what's happening? Where are you right now? <laughs> yep. Uh, it's just like, it's always a double standard. Like, I swear everything I had to do. It was like 
think about your siblings. What do you have to set an example you, for them? Always, like always, you're the guinea pig for your parents, but you're the role model for your siblings. Yeah, you always have to play that role. Like I know, at least for my younger brother, like I have to take responsibility for his failures. Like if something that he did is wrong, it's yeah. on me. If he didn't do well on an exam, if he was rude to someone, somehow it's my fault. Yeah. I should have known better and I should have taught him better. Yeah. Literally, they like baby them for like no reason. Like I, by like, my sister's like almost 15 now. Like by the age, I was like making dinner like on my own and like mm. cooking and like doing stuff on my own. I'm like, my sister will burn one dish and my mom will be like, why did you cook for her? Like, I don't know. Maybe she can cook for her. What's wrong with her hands? Like, honestly, I just... It's hard being the eldest daughter yeah. of an immigrant family. Like, something I've noticed, and, like, this is really whack, but, like, 97% of my friends, like, are, like, the eldest daughter of, like, an immigrant family. <laughs> like, like it, different number of siblings. Some could be six. Some could be, like, another sibling. Yeah. But, like, the same story. Like, they're the eldest daughter, and they're an immigrant family. And I, I didn't understand why, but I think it's, like, we just shared the same burdens and responsibilities for so long that I feel like they just get me. Like, yes. all my stories, they just understand. I don't have to explain. Like, they Even don't like, know. I think it's, like, eldest or middle child. Like, I feel like I, like, relate to them way better than, like, mm. younger so like younger children. In no, them. I cannot relate to them. Like, they had everything handed to them, I feel like. <laughs> like, even in, like... Don't like, give us grief about that. <laughs> like, even in my, like, group chats with, like, my friends, like, half the time we're talking about our siblings and we're like, oh my god, like... My brother's, like, going through the college app process. I'm trying to help him out. Or, like, they'll be like, sorry, yeah. I can't get back to you right now. I'm helping my brother with my homework. Or I'm <laughs> helping my sister with this. Yes. Like, it's always something where, like, we're always talking about our siblings, whether we like it or not. Because I feel like without even realizing it, we become a third parent. And we yeah. become invested in them. Oh, my God. Too. Literally, the amount of times I've been in a carpool line, literally picking up my siblings from, like, various clubs or activities. Like, yeah, honestly. <laughs> I feel like I'm honestly the guidance counselor in my family. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> Loki. sometimes I feel like I hold my family together like seriously during quarantine I was literally at waking up at like 7 in the morning because I had to take my sister to band practice yeah, my, mom, yeah. my mom was like hey you're home this is like can you go to do it yeah <laughs> like some of my friends are like that they're like hey sorry we're dropping like I'm dropping my brother off at fencing practice or hey sorry like my brother's going to like band camp can't talk right now hey sorry like I have to like um help my sister with their zoom classes and I'm like okay so we all are parents like at this point like Mother's Day should apply to us too. Where's our card? Like I oh, don't tell my mom that she'll literally tell me. <laughs> um, yeah. And honestly, like this is like totally different topic, but like have you ever noticed like the way like brown girls dress are is like totally nitpicked way more than brown guys. Like yeah. a brown guy could wear like a tank top, like a literally like what's it a wife beater, I guess. And mm. if I wear that same tank top, I would be like, Why are you showing so much shoulder? Like Honestly. <laughs> And also, we I think we talked about this before, yeah. but it's so hypocritical because, like, if you look at Indian clothes that are, like, trendy, it's literally the most revealing things ever. Yes. So, like, why are we literally wearing, like, bras and a skirt? Like, I don't even feel comfortable wearing yes. that. Uh, but, like, yeah. them wearing shorts, totally fine. Me wearing shorts, like, if I go to the shorts to the beach, mall, I was like, this is, this is a lot right now. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, let me be honest. I think my legs look better than this. So, like, I don't know what the issue is here. But, um... I know that was definitely an issue. Like, I, okay, going back to how I went home last week, yeah. I basically got all my doctor's appointments done because, like, you know, I was finally home. Yeah. Um, and, like, some of my doctors are Indian, okay? So, like, without even me realizing it, like, I, like, 
I would be wearing shorts and my mom would be like, um, like, let's go. You have a doctor's appointment. I want to come with you. And I'll be like, okay, fine. And then I would like, without even realizing it, go upstairs, change into like pants or something and like take off my tank top and wear like some jacket. Like I would dress like it's like the winter. It's going through like a heat wave right now. And I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, nah. Literally, it's like 103 yeah. degrees. And my mom would be like, mm, this dress is a little yeah. short. Like, it's like school. I'd rather pass out face judgment from an Indian Nazi at this point. Like I just straight up, like without even realizing it changed my entire outfit and was like, yeah, let's go. Like, ready for like a ski trip or something like i don't and know like, why and have like do your parents do this because my mom will be like like we'll be at home and there'll be like guests coming i'll be wearing like like leggings or like shorts or something mom will be like you should go change like yeah. you know? <laughs> like what like relax <laughs> they yeah, shouldn't be looking at my legs so many times i'm like this like this is making me uncomfortable <laughs> the fact that you think that people are looking at my body like the fact that you think i have to go change like my mom does that to me all the time we're like, we'll have guests over. And she'll be like, why don't you, like, mm-hmm. like why don't you go, go upstairs and freshen up? Yeah. And she says freshen up, that means go change because you look like you're disgracing our family right now. <laughs> I, I remember, like, I'd come back from volleyball practice and I'd be wearing, like, shorts. And, and yeah, and, like, it depends. Like, practice is shorts and, like, a game would be spandex. Mm-hmm. And my mom would be like, we have guests over. And she would, like, throw a pair of sweatpants <laughs> at me and, like, put it on. I'm like, okay. Yeah, my mom used to do that too. My mom's my mom's funny. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't know what there is to hide. Like, like if they're looking at me weirdly, you need to kick them out of there. Yeah, I shouldn't have to change. Like that's whack. Or like along the lines of like hiding things. Like let's talk about getting a period in a brown yeah. household. That's like that's yeah. whack. Okay, I don't know about you, but like in every like in my household and in any other brown household that I know of that like with girls like. We always, like, my mom always made it, like, such a, like, hush-hush, like, yes. it has to be so secret, like, no one can know, like, it cannot, like, be, like, it, can, yeah. it has to stay between me and my mom, and, like, she would, like, be, like, oh, you have to wrap, like, your, like, pads in, like, a toilet paper, and you have to place it in the trash can, and you have to, like, discreetly hide it, they're, like, girl, I'm the only one that uses this trash can, this is my bathroom, I am not doing that, like, there's no reason, or, like, she'd be, like, you can't talk to your dad about your period, because, like, one time, like, I was like, oh, dad, like, I need you to do this for me. I have cramps right now. Like, I'm, yes. I'm struggling. And she'd be like, excuse me. Like, you can't talk to your dad about this. And I'm like, why not? Like, my dad doesn't care. And she'd be like, no, no, no. This is women's struggles. I'm like, what? Does it have to be? We all have struggles. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me share the struggles with someone. Like, my family, I have two younger siblings. So it's like three girls, like, and my mom, so four girls in this mm. house. So but when I was the first person to get my period, it was, my mom would be like, you can't talk to your dad about that. You can't, like, mm-hmm. literally I threw, like, a fit because my dad bought the wrong brand of pads or something. Well, and, I didn't have Yeah, yeah. And I literally was like, this is not chip bags. You can't <laughs> just buy whatever brand and whatever type you want. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom was like, you can't talk to your dad about things like that. Like, I'm like, yeah, I can't because I need pads and I don't have any. <laughs> but now it's, like, not a big deal because everyone has periods. We all literally, like, we sync up and we're all, like, complaining about how much bad our grams are. And my dad's okay. like, uh, okay. I'm glad it's a shared trauma. Um, yeah. Like, I think now it's a lot better in my family, too. Like, I clearly don't care. Like, at first, I like I, I always questioned. I was like, why do I have to be hush-hush? Yeah. But then I just stopped. I was like, nope, I, my dad is going to know about this, too. Everyone in the family. My brother, everyone. Yeah, everyone I'm not, like, I'm not going to, like, say it and, like, yell it from the rooftop. No, I literally yell it from the rooftop. I literally, I literally come downstairs and I'm like, I'm on my period. <laughs> Please don't bother me. I'm sure if I'm hangry, I've done that before. But, like, like, I, like, just don't care about hiding it anymore. Like, it's, like... 
if you know, you know. Like, that's not on me. Like, that's not my fault. Like, <laughs> if you want to help me, if you want to get me chocolate, like, by all means, please help a sister out. But I'm um, like, I'm not going to hide it. And I don't understand why there's such a huge stigma around menstruation. I don't know. Like, even in, like, rural villages back in India, like, my grandma used to tell me stories of, like, how, like, in some villages, like, if you get your period, you're, like, banished from your village, and you have to, like, um, go live in, like, this hut outside, and, oh my like, God. unsanitary, and, like, people get, like, infections, and, like, poor health issues yeah. because of that, and I was just listening to this, like, it's, like, is this real life? Like, do people really have to go through, through this because of, like, something as natural as menstruation? Like, yeah. how could you shame someone for something as that yeah. natural that we all, all women go through? Yeah. It's just weird and, like, I don't know. It's, like, this whole thing, like, you can't talk about it. It's, like, hush-hush. Like, even, like, in, like, school, you'd be, like, oh, if you ask for a tampon, it'd have to be, like, so discreet. Oh, like, my God. Like, I'm glad we're over that. Now I'd literally be, like, do you have a tampon? Yeah. Like, do you have a pad? Like, I had, like, such an embarrassing story freshman year. Okay, this is, like, this is so bad. Okay, there was this kid in my – I'm actually – this kid, his name is Rohan, okay? There's so many Rohans in the world, no one will ever know. There's, like – 19 Rohans in my school itself, okay? Um, so, Rohan, okay? This Rohan, he he sat right behind me in geometry class, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, one day, like, I was, like, in class, and I was like, okay, red alarm, like, uh, we know what's up, like, something's happening. And I was like, okay, I need to go to the bathroom and check. So, like, I, like, got up during geometry class, went and checked, and I was like, oh, yep, it's here. It, it's arrived. So, like, I went back, and I was like, has come into the station. It, it, it has entered the station. So, um, like, I went back into class, and then I, like, looked through my backpack, and then I started panicking. I was like, oh, we don't got products. Like, I have nothing on me right now. The worst feeling. So, like, I looked over at my friend, and I was like, hey, like, can you, like, can you please give me something? And I was, like, like whispering. Like, yeah. I sat in the very front of the class, okay? Of course. And then, like, this Rohan kid sits right behind me. He's so loud, so obnoxious for no reason. Like, there's no reason to be that annoying, but he is. Um, and I remember, like, he used to, like, to tease me a lot. I don't know why, but, like, that was just, like, his thing. Mm-hmm. And... I remember, like, I, like, asked so secretly, and she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she hands me, like, this neon orange, like, it's, like, in a neon orange wrapper, right? And, like, yeah. she, like, puts it into, like, my boot so, like, no one can see it. This man, like, my teacher's, like, talking about some stupid theorem on the board. And, like, like in the middle of class, he just, like, blurts it out. He's like, oh, my God, Mandy, what did you put in your boot? What was that neon orange thing? And I was like, boy like and you can like see it sticking out from my whole like, like all right i gotta go to the bathroom like i ran to the bathroom changed and came back and like i like gave him the death stare for the rest of the class he didn't even know what it was the stupid boy didn't even know what it was but like i will never forget i felt so embarrassed like my i felt like the life was draining from so my I face. literally never talked to a girl <laughs> i was like you you need help sir like you like I remember one, like, I have, like, the same story, like, but one time, it was a male teacher, and this girl in my class asked to go to the bathroom because she got her period. She mm-hmm. was bringing her pencil case with her, and mm-hmm. he was like, why are you bringing your pencil case? And literally, she gave, she gave, no, like, she didn't care at all. Like, she, she literally was, I'm on my period. Like, I should have said that. <laughs> that should have been me, freshman year. And then, the <laughs> Teacher literally shut down. He was like, okay, go, go. <laughs> See, that's, like, the badass energy that yeah. I should have had freshman year, but I didn't have the balls for that. I was, I straight up, like, ran like a mouse. I was like, okay, bye. I was like, I'm out of here. Um, but, yeah, if I could go back to freshman year me, I would have, like, turned around and been like, I'm on my period. What about you, sir? <laughs> Do you have pads? I can use? Do you have something I can use? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Are we just, like, tangent into period stories? I mean, we do this a lot. It's very common. Oh. Uh, Honestly, like, any 
like the if a guy ever had a pad like this the world if a brown guy ever had a pad like I the world like yeah <laughs> straight up like I would never see this coming literally if a brown guy can cook and clean it is like groundbreaking like yeah. information like Dude, all of a sudden they're seen like a feminist and yeah. like, oh my god like they care so much for humanity like when in reality like if we ever tell anyone that we're feminists like the brown community just like shuts down yeah, like we just go into power off mode my mom was like I like like I was very outspoken as a kid like I was like in high school I was mm-hmm. like I'm a, definitely a feminist and my mom was like you can't tell people that <laughs> I'm like you don't want me to tell people that I believe in the equality of all sexes yeah like, like and, what like oh my god you can keep that on the down low. Well, now I literally like I would be ashamed to say in brown circles like I'm a feminist. Now I'm like I'd be like yeah I'm a feminist. Like, yeah, yeah. I think like maybe I shouldn't say this, but I like to see people a little uncomfortable yes. when I tell the truth. Like I'm just like oh you're shifting in your seat. Okay, yeah. Think take a moment to think about. I don't know why it's such a dirty word. Like I just it's believe not. that like, I should be equal. Yeah, like it's really not a dirty word. Like we just believe in equality. Yeah. I think you should too. I think everyone should be a feminist. So uh, <laughs> this should not be something that's like yeah and like being outspoken like being like like politically or like aware in like in a um brown community as a girl is just so like i've met plenty of outspoken guys they're like mm-hmm. seen as all class clowns like confident comedians like they're like the aunties are like oh we love them like they're yeah. so like confident and personable and like a girl has the same type of energy and they're like oh she's yeah. so like out there and yeah, like she's annoying. arrogant yeah like, ungraceful just like not easy she's to never gonna her. find a husband like yeah just gonna have a terrible life yeah like, straight up for just believing in things and standing for your yeah. own ground or like standing up for other people like you can get in trouble for that too yes like, the class clown energy that guys have if a girl has that it's suddenly like the worst thing ever like yeah it really annoys me so much like i know like i i, I like feel like i mentioned this on the podcast before but um i can definitely like say whatever comes to my mind like it's one of the only like qualities about me that's like you can't change it no matter what how you try like yeah. i'm just extremely honest and everything and like my parents tried their level best to drill that out of me it just didn't work like i just i need to say what's on my mind and like when when you come up to a brown community or a brown family and you speak like that like it literally people will stare like people will look people will like i know i'll go to my best friend's house and like i'll be talking to my best friend and like an aunt or uncle will come in and i'll, I'll say something and i'll be honest I'll be like oh how are you and i'll say something like honestly about how i am yeah. or like they'll ask me a question and i'll respond honestly and they will just like give me like wide eyes like they will like start to like lose their mind because they don't know how to respond to that and <laughs> Like, that's the only question they want you to answer is when are you getting married and it's never yeah. good <laughs> yeah like that's so sad like we we touched on this like on the first like the first episode yeah. we did we're like when are you getting married and we're yeah. joking about it but like we're being dead serious like why is that asked so often that's literally like, as a girl like you hit like 21 or 22 as a girl and literally that's the every question it's like when are you getting married? So, like, college is over. Like, when, when are you getting booed up? <laughs> yeah, like, and, like, your biological talk is, like, clock. <laughs> your biological talk. Your, your biological clock is ticking. TikTok. And they're like, oh, and the minute you get married, the first question they ask is when you're having babies. Yeah. But literally the second you get married. That's yeah. the next question. And it's like, guys can go to like 30, 35 without getting married. They'll be like, oh, it's fine. Like, he's just living life. And then a girl will hit like 24 and they'll be like, oh my goodness, you don't have any prospects. Your life is over. Oh my God. Yeah, like that really bothers me. They'll be like, 
a 40 year old bachelor and they're like yeah that's sad like oh we feel bad for him but like if a girl was in the same position or like a woman but I'd be like, she's unlovable. Like, like she's a spinster. Like her whole life is doomed. Yeah, is <laughs> like it shreds. Like it's just so sad to me. Like going back to like that point. Like my, you know how I talked about last week. Like my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. So like my my cousin is the same age as me, and she's already married. Yeah. And I am. I have no plans right now. <laughs> like, if, even if it does happen, it's, like, way down in the line. Like, I got to finish, like, vet school. Like, yeah. things have to be done before that. And, like, it's just, like, I feel like I can already, like, I feel like it was, like, ingrained in her since a young age that, like, oh, you have to marry young. You have to be a mother young. Yeah. And, like, I didn't, like, luckily, I had the privilege of not being surrounded by that all the yeah. time and having a pretty different environment growing up, yeah. which is crazy that, like, we could have two different like outlooks on life and like mm-hmm. we're from the same family but um it just like it's really sad to me because like i know like the minute i graduate college like it the pressure is gonna come down yeah. on you literally already for me like my parents already said oh one of our like like distant family friends talked about you having an arranged marriage like you got with her with their son i was like dad i'm 20 like relax oh my god my, uh, my dad was like we didn't say anything they brought it up to yeah. us i was like okay Dude, like, like, Andy's like will come up to you like during a party and be like so what do you think of my son and i'm like oh, i don't think anything of um, i don't even know look at this samosa over here looking good right now <laughs> looking, looking really good um yeah that like it makes me so uncomfortable they'll come up and they'll just be like so how do you feel about my son or like well, how do you feel about like they'll show like a photo of their son and i'll be like no please like this, this is not happening family parties are just wild and i'm like misogyny and gender roles of it, it comes is. out <laughs> left like literally you can be like a normal like you can have no gender roles in your family life kind of parent and you get to a uh, like an indian brown party or like event and literally all the guys have to eat first. They have to be served. Yes. Like, <laughs> let's talk about that. I thought it was just like the family parties I went to, but like I have gone to so many family parties with so many different people, yeah. and like my friends have the same experience too. And like, there's just this unspoken rule at family parties where the males or like the men, like first the children eat obviously because yeah. they're hungry, and then the men, yes, and then the women at the end after serving everyone and yes. toiling away cooking for hours. And you hit a certain age, like as like. It'll be, like, in your teens as a girl. And then they'll be, like, oh, you should wait to yeah, eat. Yeah, you gotta wait now. <laughs> and, like, you'll just salivate watching, like, everyone else eat. Like, waiting for your turn to eat. And at first, like, when I was younger, I just thought, oh, like, the table's not big enough. But yeah. then I realized. I was, like, there's a system at play yes. here. And it's, like, it's not even, like, meals that, like, have to be served. It's literally buffet-style, like, but they'll yeah. leave plates out. And it'll just still be, like, oh, guys have to eat first. And my, yeah. mom, my mom will hold back. And we'll be, like, mom, it's, like, yeah. buffet. Let's go eat. Yeah. And she'll be, like, no, we gotta wait till the men. Yeah, and my mom will still, like, even though, even if it's buffet-style, she'll still be, like, oh, do you want more samba? Yeah. <laughs> like, she'll try serving to people anyways. I'm, like, girl, let's just eat. Like, like I'm hungry. Like, like, I want leaves, too. Like, let's eat and go. Yeah, that, like, it really bothers me. Like, I that if there's one tradition in family parties that needs to go, it's that. Yes. Also, like the like if someone comes to your house, like you like you as a girl have to serve them like tea and have to be so oh humble and like God. so like so much humility yeah, and you're dude. like you have to be like so graceful like, yeah. like, like my mom was trying to make me do 
do that to Kansas boy? She's like, oh, take this child to Kansas boy. I was like, I am not serving tea to him. Like, that is not happening. I'm not serving tea. Like, as a kid, I'd throw such a fit. I'd be like, mom, why can't I just leave it on the table and go? And yeah. she'd be like, no, you have to hand it yeah. to great tea. And I'll person. see my, like, brother just, like, scrolling on his phone and, like, no, nothing to ask. I'm, like, on my computer trying to, like, order something for our family. Yeah. And she'll come up to be like, serve this child. Go. <laughs> go give this, like, pakoda. Like, oh, I also annoys me that, like, when people come over, my dad will sit there talking to them. I mean, mom has to go into the kitchen and make coffee or tea yeah, or something. Like, it's like, it's instantaneous. Yeah. Nothing is spoken. Like, the minute guests come, like, automatically the woman is in the kitchen. Yeah. The woman already is starting to make little snacks and, yeah. like, try and, like, bringing it out. And I'm like, what is this? Like, why is it, like, that we don't even get to enjoy the parties that we're serving for. Like, yes. it's just so sad. And why are they both of them? Like, why does my, like, dad get to, like, sit there and, like, chill with the guests and my mom has to be a man? Yeah. Like, like, knowing my dad, my dad's really shy, so, like, my dad will try to find ways to sneak into the kitchen and help my mom. Yeah. But, like, like at home it's never like that like my parents like you would never see my mom serving my dad like that okay. just doesn't happen that just my dad that definitely happens in my house like my dad gets like and like it'll be like nine o'clock in dinner so he'll be like annoyed and i'm like there's a free kitchen to use my mom also works like, like you can make it yourself it's literally reheating today up in the microwave like, okay yeah luckily that doesn't happen in my family my dad has like cereal for dinner i don't know what's wrong with him literally straight up eats that cereal. sounds like me like literally i eat cereal for dinner he's like no one make anything i want cereal tonight but that's every night for him yes. um but yeah like my like that never happens like at home like where like my mom will serve my dad yeah. but the minute we go to a family party or like there's people over like things straight up change all of a sudden like my mother becomes this huge yes. server for the entire male population i'm like what is <laughs> happening like where did this change come from like my mom eats with us like she does like we don't do like these separate like she doesn't get to eat to like do like heat it up and like yeah. throw it on the table and we all just serve ourselves but like the minute we get to a party my mom's like no 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 Every, all the men have to eat first yeah. like, <laughs> like where did this like where did this change where did yeah. this protocol come from like i just want to know or and like there'll be aunties coming along with like um uh the desserts like uh fruit like salad and like yeah okay. and stuff like sh- well none of them will eat until literally after dessert is served to everyone yeah. and then i'll see them like in the corner eating i'm like what is happening like, <laughs> and they're like oh we're all done now like girl like i want the full seven course meal yeah. give me the whole buffet like, i'm starving you don't have to ser- you can wait till you eat to serve the pieson like it's okay yeah, like, straight up you eat pieson that's how that's how it should be or like another thing that really annoys me and like this really annoys me like I like I feel like a part of my childhood is like identified by this and I, I talked to Meryl this like Meryl about this before because like it like triggers me like to like another level <laughs> but um when I was younger like I was like I was like I'm the eldest girl in my family but like in my like immediate family and also in like my yeah. like extended family like I'm just like old, the older girl everyone in my family sort of looks up to me but like even in my neighborhood like I'm one of the older girls uh-huh. so like straight up anytime at a family party and like or any occasion any gathering like the wall anything all the kids would just be handed to me and I would just become like the mother of these children for the day I'm like <laughs> Like, I, like, I'm Belugu, and, like, there's a lot of Belugu families in my neighborhood, and we were really tight-knit, and, like, we would go on cruises and stuff together, and we would have, like, a lot of fun, but, like, it would never really be fun for me, because, like, they would just straight up, like, hand their children to me, like, I would just be babysitting their kids for the rest of the day, and, like, Lord knows how much drama happens between these kids, like, these kids are, like, are a couple years younger than me, ranging to, like, seven years old or something, so, like, there's just so much drama in their lives, and, like, everything is, like, always so, like, complex for them, and, like, so huge, and they get so many emotions and like you have to like work with them with all their issues or like they'll straight up like hand babies to me and I'll be like 
I don't like why? Like why, why am I just like a babysitting service at every single party? I feel like it's like oh, you have this maternal. You're a girl. You're an older girl. You're maternal. Yeah, like you have the nurturing instinct. And I feel you. like I'm playing into that stereotype. But I like kids. Like I like kids. Mm-hmm, but me like, too. And, but that's it's not like, my job. Yeah. Like I, I didn't come to the party to be like a nanny like, for yeah. the day. Like I came to also have fun with my yes. friends. Like excuse me. Like why is he your? Why are your kids suddenly my responsibility? Yeah, like, all of a sudden, like on the cruise, like your kids are set loose and they're trying to track all of them down and get them back in time. Like, if you, you want a nanny, hire a nanny or pay me. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> like a straight up, like I'll be already wearing like itchy Indian clothes at this party, already uncomfortable. You're gonna hand like seven children to me, like and snotty, then like, like these kids have had everything handed to them. They're so like some of them are so like just so rude and ignorant. Like just because I'm a girl, like I feel like I see it happen to girls I know that aren't don't have maternal like they don't like kids that much like mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with them and they're literally also handed children and told to take care okay, of them I think, I think that's the reason why it's always handed to me because like there are other girls my like yeah. that are like a year younger than me or my age but it's always handed to me because they like don't have that yeah. like instinct sort of or like it just kicks in that you need it like once kids are in your sight they're yours and you have yeah. to take care of them like for me like it just sort of like it clicks and I'm like okay yeah like I'll take care of you I'll like care yeah. for you but like it doesn't click for them so which is why they're all handed to me and like they will like joke around like them and like the neighborhood boys everyone will be like oh my god mom v mom v and like and like that nickname like is like a huge part of my childhood like everyone used to call me that and like it like That's bothered so me weird. so much like and like these kids also used to go to the same school as me and stuff yeah. like that so like it used to like travel around That's the school so too. weird and I'd be like please stop calling me that like I will literally so. die of embarrassment I'd be like I'm like I cannot like please please like I am gonna pass away like this is too much for me Indian family party is just a breeding ground for like everything that you don't want yeah like I love children don't get me wrong but like you need to take care of your own kids like you can't just like get drunk and like leave me with your children like anyway that's a lot of ranting. I think like we just got a rush. Like yeah. <laughs> we just. I feel like something just came off my chest. I was yeah, like, I don't even like. I have no memory of what we said at the start of the no. podcast. I just it was like a rush. Like, like did we finish? Yeah. It was like you just ended it without saying bye. No, we didn't. We didn't end it anything. Oh, you're so funny. Sorry, I thought you edited it. And you're like, no. Okay, guys, Meryl just grabbed her keys out of nowhere. I was like starting to get ready. Like, I was just getting fidgety, and she no. was like, "Did you just end the podcast?" No, but like feet started to fidget, and like I picked up on it. I was like, "Did this girl just end the podcast?" And I didn't even get to say bye to everyone. Like, there was never no way. Do that. We would never leave you off. But we are done with um everything we wanted to hit on, and I just feel like. I have no idea what we just talked about for the full 40 minutes. <laughs> this is probably like a fever dream. Yes. Episode. Anyway, we hope you all enjoyed that episode. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you had your own misogyny stories, let them, let us know. Can't talk. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to publicly apologize on behalf of me and Meryl because like, the both of us are like extremely tired. I was stumbling on my words this entire time yes. and I was like panting like I can't I don't know if you could hear it, but like I was like barely <laughs> able to keep my breath because I was like so full of emotion during this entire episode we literally are in like some random classroom because the room Dude, we usually yeah. use is like locked we just like snuck into a classroom we're like okay we hope no professor comes in <laughs> there's like a crock pot in here <laughs> we don't know what's happening anyway it's been it's been a day it's been a week it's been a time yeah so that's all we have for you um yeah until next time good luck samosas thank you for bearing with us <laughs> bye